0: Well it's good to see so many of you here on New Year's Day. In case my brother's watching, happy birthday, it's his birthday today. So well, thank you. Can there be two more powerful words? Thank you. When we say thank you, we're showing our appreciation to somebody for what they've done for us, whether it be the person who serves you coffee at the coffee shop in the morning, whether it be the person who opens the door for you, whether it be your spouse who's done something special, like cook a special meal. Thank you. Well, today, we would like to Express our thanks to God for the things that he has done for us in 2022. So we've invited you to come with your God stories. Before we share, I'd like to open this scripture to you. And I'd like to read from Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 7. Verse 6 is on the screen, and we'll be zeroing in on that in a minute. So starting at verse 4, here's what it says. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about everything. And here's our verse. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God which passes surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Tucked away in these short verses, these verses that talk about not being anxious, about praying about everything, about enjoying the peace of God in our hearts and minds, there are two words which have tremendous significance. It says, with thanksgiving. So we see, first of all, today that our prayers should be filled with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving to God for all that he has done, for all that he is. We often give thanks before a meal. Uh, In some cultures, it's after the meal, but normally in our culture, at least in our home, is before a meal. That's great. We are following God's example by giving thanks before a meal. He gave thanks before he fed the 4,000 in Matthew 15, before he fed the 5,000 in John chapter 6. We read about Christ instituting the Lord's Supper. He prayed, both before the cup and before the bread. But this verse, this verse that says, let your request be known to God with thanksgiving, teaches us that we should be thankful at times other than just at mealtimes. When we make a request to God, it should be with thanks. Colossians 4, 2 is a companion verse that says, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it, with thanksgiving. Wait a minute, that's Colossians 4.2. This is from a man who's sitting in a Roman jail. He was whipped and scourged and beaten, and yet he says, with thanksgiving. So, today we want to give thanks as a congregation. We have some other scriptures that we'll share at the end if there is time. But we're going to start with a uh, report from Ron Bolander about a church plant in Ukraine and rejoice of how God is working there. Ron?
1: Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you. I wanted to bring you a God story and report from Ukraine. Many of you will will recall uh, that I went on a mission trip to Ukraine in the fall of 2019. The Havchuk family planted a church in the village of Tabrivka, about one and a half hours southwest of Kiev. A build team through uh, Slavic Gospel Association from Ontario went over to construct an addition to the home of this uh, church planting family and restore a structure for them to hold their church activities in. Soon after we got there and saw the uh, building that they were thinking they could have restored for their uh, church activities, we discovered it was fully contaminated with mold and that wasn't going to work. So another God's story, I won't go into full detail on that, but we were able to uh, acquire a, a modular type of structure from, uh, in the city of Kiev and have that delivered out to the site. And in the picture here, you'll see the inside of that structure Uh, When we first put it there on the property, it was uh, very empty. Uh, Pastor Yuri there brought some of their benches from their own family uh, house, from their kitchen, and that they would have there for uh, people to sit on. So as they they gather together, they they call these places their house of prayer, which is common in in, uh, Ukraine. So I recently received an update from Pastor Yuri, and some of the things that he had to say are, thank you for your prayers and financial support there is a war in Ukraine and it is at such times that many people have a desire to come to God new people have begun to come three women have repented and uh, the picture shows uh, this next picture shows that um, uh, I guess it was that picture sorry that the uh, people were being congratulated for repenting of their sin and coming to know Christ Uh, the women have repented and uh, this inspires and gives strength to continue working for Christ, Pastor Uri says. Here's the story of one sister who repented. The sister's name is Galina. She tells about the fact that the war made certain adjustments in her life. She lived in Kiev for many years and did not think she would have to live in a village. She never went to church, had no idea that here in the village she would meet Christ. She was afraid had fear for her life, her relatives, and future. The meeting with Christ changed her fear to joy and peace. Praise be to God. During these three months, these past three months, I've managed to purchase something for the premises where our services are held, namely benches that are more comfortable to sit on because they have backs on them. Also posters with verses from the Bible. These are God's blessings. Over time, it will be necessary to expand the premises as the number of people increases. So that little bit structure that we were able to put there is now being packed out. He goes on to say the territory or the property of the church isn't, isn't small. It must be constantly maintained in proper condition. It would be great if, we, if there was a lawnmower. It would make my work much easier maintaining the property. So in this picture on the left is Pastor Uri, and then on the right side of that split picture is his son David. He says, services are held regularly. My son David began to help me with this. Pictures show Yuri and David leading worship services. Also during this time, we managed to attend the Harvest Festival, which we would consider Thanksgiving in several other churches. The Lord blessed us and helped us repair our old car, and I was in that car, it was uh, probably almost 50 years old now, in Lada, and it was in pretty rough shape when I was there three years ago, but uh, they did have to get some major repairs done on it, and the Lord blessed us with the finances to do that. So they're still carrying on with, uh, with that car for transportation. Thank to, thanks to the Lord for our donors who helped us with that. The Havchuks are a musical family. In this next picture, you'll see them uh, presenting music. They not only do music and lead worship in their own church, but they um, uh, go to other churches around the area. Before planting this church, Yuri had been a deacon at a church about an hour and a half away where Pastor Vasily and his wife, Helena, are located. And when we were there, uh, Ed, Britton, and I stayed at their home. He Goes on to say I ask you to pray for my ministry for the conversion of people to God for our Ukraine So the Lord protects our cities and villages and Ukrainians I ask you to pray for the arrangements of the territory and the premises of the church Also for the needs of people uh, Needs of people which come to the services for transportation for ministry He goes on to say briefly about the family. Thank uh, thank God uh, he has preserved us until now. We hope he will uh, preserve us in the future. Julia, one of their daughters, who's 17, Dorina and Timothy, uh, study at school. There are frequent alarms. Uh, the children are in the basement for hours at a time. This is very inconvenient. Doreena, who's now 19, is studying at university. Other children, Irina, uh Evelina, are at home. Yuri and Irina also have an older married daughter son-in-law and grandchild living elsewhere. David, who's now about, uh, I think he's close to 21 now, recently went, uh, underwent complex surgery. They removed a tumor in the knee, in his knee joint. There were certain worries. He, he endured the post-operative uh, period very hard. Thank God David's condition has improved at the moment. Other prayer needs the completion of the construction of our house for the finances for this. When we were there, we weren't able to complete everything. So there was a few um, things undone that weren't completed. And uh, I know we, for the first time, they had uh, running water in their um, bathroom and the kitchen wasn't completely finished when we left. And now they're having problems with their uh, well. Uh, So they're praying for finances to be able to complete those. Supply, and also to supply gifts for children for the from the crisis families that come through our village to me it is amazing how God has used the work of, of uh, the work team in 2019 to provide for this growing church plant they are now packing the place out and needing more space in order to minister to more people God is sending their way from previous reports I know that um, the Havchuk family were separated for a, time, a period of time Irina and the children went out of country for safety while Yuri and David stayed in Ukraine. While they often heard military action between their village and, of Terbivka and the city of Kiev, the Lord has protected them and uh, while they continue on with kingdom building. Yuri is also a paramedic and drives an ambulance. So I'd ask you to join with me in praying for this family in the days ahead that the Lord will provide for their needs and uh, keep them protected And I'd just like to have a brief word of prayer for this family now. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for the Havchuk family. Thank you, Lord, for sustaining them so far through this war. And just pray, Father, that you would uh, keep them safe. Thank you, Lord, for those that they're able to minister to and that um, they have seen a number of conversions of people who have, uh, have come through their church. Thank you, Lord, for sending some from even the cities around and and seeking refuge and um, safety in the villages. So I just pray, Lord, that you'll continue to help them as they minister to people's needs and as they celebrate their Christmas time coming up, I think, in a week or so. Just pray, Lord, that you would um, uh, help them as they give out the uh, gifts that were uh, sent over through Emmanuel's child. And uh, just pray, Lord, that you would continue to watch over this family and that they may be used tremendously in, uh, in God's work. So just thank you for them and pray that you would watch them over them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: Thank you, Ron. We are going to invite you to share God's stories that you may have from this last year. They don't have to be long, they don't have to be uh, huge God stories. We have two handsome young men here who will be uh, going around with mics. They take after their grandfather. So if you have something to share, we'd ask you to raise your hand, and they will bring it around. But before you do, uh, I would like to do some sharing. Corporately, God has blessed us as a church this year, and I'd like to just say a couple of things in, of how God has blessed us. Each week, it seems we have new visitors come into our building. We have visitors here at the church. Some have moved into the area from other places in Canada. Some have moved from out of the country to Cambridge. But we'd like to praise the Lord for these new people. These new people are getting involved in our front line, in our kids' ministry. They're at our prayer meeting. They're becoming involved in our tech ministry. They're in our choir. So perhaps perhaps you, too, would like to thank the Lord with me for the new people that we see constantly. Uh, so, and it's only God that's doing this. Second thing is our building. I saw it going up from the inside. I was here. And we were able to put this up on budget and debt-free. Now, that's a God story because all during the construction, prices of things were going up. You remember, Ron, you remember how wood just doubled in price. And it was tremendous increases in prices of steel. But because of the planning of the committee and the contractor, we'd ordered some of these things ahead, and we had locked in the old price. And the Lord provided. So we would like to thank him for that. This building is now a tool that we can use to further his kingdom by inviting people to use it to come in to hear the gospel. So another God story, our building. I told Pastor Aaron, I wasn't, I was gonna mention him. Another God story is our worship and tech pastor. Pastor Aaron Naismith, his wife Jasmine, and kids are an answer to our prayers. And God brought them to us and we would like to thank him. This special family is another God story corporately here at Temple. Now, if you have God stories, just put your hand up, and these two young, fine-looking young men are going to come and make sure you have a mic. If you wouldn't mind, if there are people here that don't know who you are, just state your name, and, yeah, Ron. Try to keep it short, Ron.
2: I'm, I'm coming down here because I want to see all- my wife and I are usually sitting in the back and we, uh, we see the backs of your heads. Uh, I'm Ron, my wife Renee and I, we usually sit back there. We've been here for decades, um, we're sort of like scuffed up luggage. You never to really get rid of us, we're always back there somewhere. And uh, If I was to pay true homage for uh, how I felt God's hand in my life for the last couple of years, I could pretty stand here for an hour. uh, The last couple of years have been a real bend in my road. uh, Both my parents got sick and they died at separate times. So I I thought my life was going to go this way. And just like that, boom, it went this way for for a number of years. Um, I don't see Ross Morrell here. Anyways, Ross Morrell pursued me to get involved in the men's prayer group uh, last year. Well, early this last year. Yeah, last year it's already the first. And uh, this men's prayer group has been such a blessing. Uh, for me uh, so I just want to put a plug in for the prayer group it's, uh, it's Thursday mornings 630 I know it's early um, guys God gave you a big shoulder so you can you can bear underneath the burden of 630 uh, coffee is always going to be on we use the group break off into groups of eight or so and uh, pray about topics that are, that are listed and I know, I know public prayer is, is hard. Uh, you just show up, you don't have to pray. You pray quietly. We just wanna rub shoulders with you. And if you feel like saying something, say. But if not, you know, there's always coffee. You can distract yourself with the coffee. And it has been such a blessing. I, uh, I, I leave there uh, getting much more than I have ever given in. Uh, so guys, please, please, please consider it. You, you need to be a part of this. And uh, you will not regret it. Thank you. Don't be shy. My cousins um, who go to a different church than us—there's uh, two of them, the twins. Um, they've come to know in Christ this year. Um, for a long time, they were very adverse to the gospel, but they spent a lot of time looking into the gospel, and they've um, they found Christ and are saved by him. And through their salvation, they have grown in such great faith, and we are so thankful for them. Um, and they have delivered many in our family from like a mucked-up, um, front-loaded version of the gospel where we look at walks instead of um, Christ's salvation as our only um, hope. And I'm very thankful for them, and I'm always thanking God each day for their great faith. Amen. Thank you.
0: It's a God story whenever someone comes to know him as Savior, and that's a tremendous thing to praise him for.
3: Hi, my name is Diane. I've had a lot of blessings, a lot of ups and downs, but the biggest one... At Christmas, I see my grandson through WhatsApp, and I heard something about my youngest. I haven't seen my children face to face for eight years, so I seen him, and I got some good news and bad news. But that was a blessing to see my grandson up north.
0: Thank you, Diane. Oh, just keep putting your hands up, I'm going to share a story here. You know that we said goodbye this year to uh, Dave Pinkerton and the Quins. Uh, my sister and her husband were here for a week from British Columbia for the funeral. They flew back the Monday after the funeral. And I don't know whether you're aware that they had a little bit of snow in B.C. that they don't normally get. Theirs was one of the last planes to land in B.C. before they closed the airport. If they'd have waited till the following day, they wouldn't have got out of Ontario. So we praise the Lord that they were able to get home uh, before the airport was closed, Uh rest in their own beds and they're thanking the Lord for that as well. So that's a God story that they actually got one of the last flights into Vancouver. So anything else? We have uh, Phil right here. Go ahead Robin. And
4: yeah, I'm Robin. I want to tell you about our neighbors, for several years, we were approached by the neighbors to teach them English. They're Chinese. I can only speak one word in Chinese, that's, ni hao, that's hello. <laughs> and um, we had Bible study. We went through practically all the books of the Bible but the real God story is. When w- they moved to a different church, he ke- became an elder in that church. I've I've just completed training him on the um, on a on a book for eldering. But his wife calls China once a week and is on the um, phone for an hour and a half. Now, China is a lot of hours before we are. So she has to call about 10 o'clock at night to get early in the morning there. And they spend about an hour and a half of doing Bible study and there's people coming in, mostly family, and then they keep bringing others. So this has been going on for a year or so. So if it's hard to do Bible study, it sure is harder to do it by phone and video, but it can be done.
0: Okay, thank you, Robin.
5: (laughs) Good morning, my name is Kim. I have had a rough week this week because my mom died on Boxing Day. And some of you know, have asked me about her and prayed for her salvation. My mom was raised in the church because she was 92, almost 92 years old. She'll be 92 in a couple of weeks if you're here. But the Lord was so good to me. Um, plan- my brother and my sister are planning a service Christ is not the center, um, but I was blessed to go with my mom to plan her service at the funeral home, and the gentleman had said, do you want any scripture, and her husband was like, no, I don't believe in that stuff, <coughs> but my mom said, I want Psalm 121 read, and she just, I, and nobody was more shocked than me because we never went to church with my parents, unless we were at my grandparents'. and. Uh, She just quoted the whole psalm. So when we were at the service on Friday, I wrote a tribute to my mom. And uh, we sang the song in the garden. I don't know who chose these songs because my family weren't singing them. Uh, My kids were, but not my siblings. But the Lord just spoke to me. I walk with you and I talk with you. So I stood and gave a tribute to my mom. And I have great peace that the Lord knows where she is. And I really am thankful for those that prayed for me and those that have been by our house and brought me flowers and are bringing us meals. It just really does mean a lot when your family are not (coughs) believers and Christians come around about you. So I'm very grateful to the Lord for what he's done in the last week.
0: Thank you, Kim. Would you mind if I read Psalm 121 right now? Okay. Here's Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he will keep Israel, will neither slumber nor slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. (coughs) Excuse me. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this day forth and forevermore. Thank you, Kip.
6: hi my name's tyler um we started attending this year and it's been a difficult year for us but god has blessed us with our first son isaac he's now three weeks old Um, god has brought us here to temple which has been such a blessing to to find a community here Um, and yeah really just those two things have helped change our lives My sister and her husband Justin have started attending. He had his baptism just a couple weeks ago. Um, Yeah, so those are just some of the things that I'm so thankful to God for in 2022.
0: Thank you. And you are you're an answer to one of our prayers too.
6: So. Hello, my name is uh, Wendy, and I am so grateful for an answer to prayer. Uh, Earlier this year, I have a sister, and she isn't my first remembered answer to prayer. I prayed that God would give me a sibling because uh, my mom had several miscarriages before my sister. And this year, she's 10 and a half years younger than I am, this year she uh, started to develop neurological difficulty and she was diagnosed with fluid on her brain. And she really, um, her physical difficulties escalated very quickly and I didn't know whether she was going to live or die. And we prayed and she had such successful surgery that her neurosurgeon said, it's like it never happened. He said, go and live your life like it, and he said, because you're healing so well. She's a nurse and she is doing awesome. And another answer to prayer is, we started meeting by Zoom for prayer Um, every morning before, uh, not every morning, once a week. And that's an answer to prayer because you can grow up with your siblings and you can know that they confess Jesus as Lord and not really know much about their daily life. So this prayer, once a week, has drawn us closer to each other and we pray for things that the Holy Spirit leads us to pray for, for family members. And it's been such um, a comfort. And I praise the Lord for that.
0: Amen. Thank you.
7: I'm back here. I am Wes, for those of you who haven't had the chance to meet me. Um, lovely wife, Nola, and I have three girls here. I'm genuinely and, and very grateful for the, uh, the time and energy you guys pour into your kids' ministry, into your youth ministry. Um, Pastor Kyle, I don't know if I saw him here this morning. I saw his wife, Ashley. What a blessing and what a privilege um, it is to have them as a part of your congregation, and and now friends of ours. Um, so much he's poured even into the youth, and so much into my oldest daughter's Alina Alina's life, and and the changes and things I've I've seen in her just in the last short uh, couple months that we've been going here are truly a blessing. As well as just a, a shout out to how friendly you guys are in general. It's it's a, a true blessing to come to a church where um, even as a new person. Uh, people seek you out and want to and introduce themselves and meet you, and, and that's a, a true testament to, um, to God moving in this uh, building and these people that, that uh, attend here. So um, yeah, incredibly grateful for those things in our lives the last year. So thank you. Yeah.
3: Good morning. My name is Susan. Um, I want to say thank you I've been here at this church since I was about seven. You can guess my age um, <laughs> the um, the one thing I am ever so grateful for is the fact that we are definitely a praying church um, I my boyfriend of uh, almost two years had a serious accident um, a couple of months ago and uh, as soon as I just let the church know, they were immediately on the prayer prompter. Uh, my small group, um, Bible study, they were kind enough to also pray as well. And it is seriously praying without ceasing. Um, I was grateful, when I, so I got to the hospital, I found out that he was fine. A uh, Couple of bumps and bruises. Um, you might have to do some physiotherapy, but it could have been far worse, the, the vehicle looked, pretty demolished and I said that was only the hand of God's protection that definitely saved him in that so uh, again I'm so grateful to this church that we prayer is very paramount and uh, that yes uh, they don't think twice about anything about doing that prayer prayer and more prayer thank you
0: we're not gonna get into the age-guessing thing okay Susan (laughs)
8: Uh, hi there. My name is Robert, and um, I actually got saved in a Baptist church when I was, uh, when I was in my teens. And um, I actually left after I got saved and baptized in the church. I left the Baptist church because I was into rock and jazz and fusion music, and I found it was very restricting. I mean, back then, back in those days, the two instruments were basically a piano and an organ. So I left and I joined the Pentecostal church, you know, the, the crazy <laughs> Pentecostals. I love them. So that's where I met my wife. And um, what happened was, um, you know, just recently I just felt God wanted me to come back to the Baptist church. And um, the thing is, I wasn't going to do it without both of us, want, without my wife wanting to come here. And she she would say in the past, there's no way I'm going to a Baptist church because the Holy Spirit doesn't move in that church, you know, they're all dry, <laughs> right? So, um, so I prayed for my wife and I said, Lord, if you want me back in that church, you're going to have to change her. So we came out last year and I think the first time she came out, she says, yes, I like that church. So I said, yeah, there's a revival happening in the Baptist church. I, I now see a drum set on stage. <laughs> I see keyboards and I see bass guitars and the music is just, it, it's, it's great. So, so we're back. And I think that's the greatest God story, is to see the, the change in the Baptist church and to see revival happening in the church. Thank you.
0: Amen. That is a God story.
9: My name's John. <laughs> uh, the Holy Spirit still works here in Baptist churches. And uh, one of the ways that... Um, One of the ways that you might think this is a God story is, many of you know I do not like country-western music, but I think this summarizes the year really well. It's from a country psalm that I just learned about this week. It's been a year, 365 days of record highs and lows, loving and losing, fun and confusing, praying and shifting gears. And uh, one of the psalms that God had impressed upon me this year was um, Psalm 63, which I want to read to you. O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there's no water. So I've looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory, because your steadfast love is better than life. My lips will praise you, so I'll bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips. And I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings, I will sing for joy. I love that part. In the shadow of your wings, I mean you have refuge. I'll sing for joy. My soul clings to you, your right hand upholds me, but those who seek to destroy my life shall go down into the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword, they shall be given a portion for jackals, but the king shall rejoice in God, and all who swear by him shall exult, for the mouths of liars will be stopped. Um, I I always take, between Christmas and New Year's, time to just um, reflect on the year and go over my thanksgiving journals and prayer journals and all those types of things and i'll share some of those more in the coming days if the lord allows me but uh this has been personally in our family probably one of the hardest years but god has been teaching us so much grace and teaching me learning how to lead with grace and um i'm really thankful for that and uh you know having our daughter get married and now expecting our first grandchild and thinking about how God has helped us through lots of struggles. This is how bad it got. We have now a youth, a small group. We're in a small group this year. We love our small group here at the church. And um, we were praying, um, how do you want us to all pray for each other uh, before Christmas? And Lori's like, I just don't want to have an, an eventful Christmas. <laughs> That was Lori's prayer. <laughs> and so we last, uh, last Sunday night, many of you knew we were supposed to get on a plane on Monday morning. Well, Sunday night, just before we got, went to bed, we got a text from United Airlines that the, the flight got canceled. And so we stayed, stayed all week just at home, resting, and uh, God answered the small group's prayer, uneventful. So um, it's been a good year. Uh, we will not go through Job again next year because that was, we lived through Job, didn't we? We lived through perseverance of Jude and Micah. But um, I'm really thankful to God for all the great things he's done.
0: Amen. <clears throat> Better to have your flight canceled than get halfway and figure out you can't land.
10: <laughs> so, all right. My answer to prayer is standing on the platform. As, as many of you know, in July, Steve had a heart attack. He came through it really, really well. But then in September, he got so frail, and we were really worried. Everybody was stopping me saying, what's wrong with your husband? We live across the street, and I had to drive him to church. Um, and then fortunately, God used our doctor to discover that meds they put him on in the hospital were causing the problems. And as soon as they got him off, he was better. So we just praise God. God.
0: Related to that, another uh, part of that is uh, the number of people that cared for me that were Christians and that you could speak frankly with about your faith and uh, including the f- first paramedic that showed up and uh, we got excellent care from our medical uh, people we have no complaints at all so it is a God story is there...
11: um, my name's is Alyssa I'm newer here at the church my husband and I um, both of our families had a hard year of ups and downs uh, but earlier in last year, um, my dad started getting sick and they didn't know why. So uh, my mom called and Friday night, we rushed back to my home in Hamilton where he was. He had to be taken by hospital, uh, by ambulance to the hospital, uh, but because of COVID, my mom couldn't go. So we all were nervous of what it was. They sent him home saying it was a kidney stone. Um, just so you know, my dad has Parkinson's for over 15 years. So he's gone through brain surgery. So he knows what pain is and he just wasn't himself. Um, so they sent him home, and he was um, hallucinating. Uh, he couldn't walk on his own anymore. So we ourselves knew it was something more, but they kept sending him home. Um, Sunday, we were there visiting again, and he looked at us and said, I need to go back to the hospital. Um, so they did some more tests, but they sent him home saying it was still just a kidney stone or a bladder infection, So, but we knew it was more. Um, I went to work Monday, and I got a call at work saying he had been rushed back to the hospital and that he wasn't going to make it. Um, he had. They found out he had sepsis, um, and it just got worse, and he had declined. Um, so we were blessed with a really strong, faith-filled family and church, and we prayed and prayed. Um, and even when he was in the hospital hallucinating, um, he was picturing his Bible study, which was nice, and um, saying his pastor was coming to visit, even though he wasn't because of COVID. Um, so while he was there, my mom was able to sit with him, but they deemed him COVID, so nobody wanted to help him as much as they could. Because of his Parkinson's and his TBS machine um, that they put into his brain, he also couldn't go for MRIs and CAT scans, which was making it difficult. Uh, thanks be to God, our big God moment was, he came out of sepsis, they didn't know where it came from. There was some permanent damage done, but Lord willing, tomorrow we celebrate another year with him. So we're thankful.
0: Amen. Right,
12: this side. Sure. Hi, my name is Amanda Roberts. Um, I'm sitting here thinking, should I say it? Should I speak it? And I'm a bit nervous to explain all this, but I think I'd regret it if I left here and didn't share this because it really is a God story. Um, my family and I, we lived in um, Hesper for about 25 years. We owned our own home, and... Um, I did home childcare with the Region of Waterloo for 21 years, and I also assigned umpires to baseball games for Cambridge Minor Baseball. And some years ago, uh, we had an umpire clinic here. And I remember Linda Kenyon coming to the door to greet me and go over some paperwork with me and just tell me how the show was run. And uh, she was fun, she was gracious, and I remember thinking, I'd love to have a job like she has. And then some time passed. and then in 2019, we had a family trauma crisis that just obliterated our family. Um, everything I knew, um, I know Ron said earlier about, you think you're going on this path, and then all of a sudden, it goes like this. That's exactly what happened. We didn't see it coming. We, uh, we sold our home. Uh, Dave and I moved to Nova Scotia. Uh, we, we really liked it there. We made some great friends, but I was incredibly homesick. Um, my daughter lives in downtown Brantford in a really sketchy area. I was even homesick for, <laughs> homesick for that. Um, so, and it was during COVID. So our children, you know, I had Noah who's, you know, he's 21 now. And then I had a, my daughters Presley and Madison who were out on their own. Um, they could never come visit because of COVID. We, we traveled back here four times in 18 months. Uh, I didn't have a job down there or anything. And, um, I was, you know, falling into depression. I'd been a Christian for a long time though. So, uh, I guess when we were back in August of 2021, our daughter announced that she was um, pregnant and so our first grandchild was going to be born. So that, that was it. We packed up and we moved back. We went to live with my daughter Presley in Brantford for a few months while the house was getting ready for us and um, like a, a rental property at the time. And during that time, I was just despondent. I knew I had to find a job. And uh, I you know—I had to revamp this old resume. All, all I'd known was babysitting children, really. So um, I revamped my resume, I spent hours on Indeed sending things off, and every time I was always optimistic that somebody would respond, but nobody did. Until one day, I got an interview with a car dealership. And I went, got all dressed and I was nervous as anything. I went, supposed to be there for noon. I got there about quarter to 12. And when I got there, all three people that were supposed to be there for the interview didn't show up to work that day. And nobody knew I was coming. Um, a gentleman took me into his office and apologized and you know wrote some stuff down on my resume that he'd pass on. And so I felt pretty, pretty low. And get back home and I'm, um, complaining to God that I'm worthless and blah, 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 having a pity party for myself, all that kind of stuff. Crying, arguing with Dave. Um, and then a friend of mine, she was working at a, a dental hygienist and she said uh, that she needed um, to give some hours over so would I go work there. So I said, sure, I'll go. I'll, I'll help out. When I got there, I knew the fit wasn't right. Um, the lady was... Lily, and I just didn't uh, gel together and... Um, she's, I basically got dismissed um, three weeks later. And I remember Dave had gone to uh, Ancaster, to Costco, and I called him and said, Dave, I, I'm coming home. Want me to come get you? He said, no, I'll walk. And it was, uh, it was a spring day and it was warm and I remember that there was ice that was melting and I'm walking home um, down a busy road and being careful not to step on some of the ice patches and not to step in puddles of things that are melting. And I remember looking at my steps, I remember looking at my shoes, and tears just falling about just how low I felt, everything that had happened in our lives in the past couple years, how I hadn't seen it coming, and just absolutely beside myself thinking, what is gonna become of us? I need to earn some money, I need not only just earn money, I needed to be productive, to have something to get up for in the morning and everything. And so this went on for a bit, and um, and then an email came from Temple Baptist Church saying that uh, Linda Kenyon was moving on to teach at a Christian school. And I thought back to the time that I come here with the umpire thing, saying, I'd love to have a job like her someday. And so here I am, and that's the God story. There's lots of God stories for us, the birth of our granddaughter and that, but for 2022, that's my God story. And so the unbelievable staff that I work with, the elders, the people of the congregation that I get to know, like it's incredible. The sense of humor among the staff is, is, is just um, a blessing right there. Steve is one very funny guy. He really is. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I thoroughly enjoyed. it. I'm grateful to the Lord because when I was looking at my steps, he's looking at them too and he's the one that guided them.
0: Thank you. Leela.
10: <clears throat> Hi, my name is Lila. Um, I've been listening to the God stories and um, my heart is filled with God stories. I'm not going to take time this morning to tell you um, even one of them, but I'm just glad that I'm in a church where we believe in prayer And uh, my life is um, one of prayer daily, because I need the Lord. Um, I can't do life without Him in my life. And um, there's just been so many things um, running through my mind as I listen to you and tell how you prayed and God answered. Um, When I pray and God answers, my heart is filled with such joy, I just feel like that it's going to bubble over. And sometimes um, it sort of strikes me that um, we could have so much more in our life. Joy, peace, love, kindness, patience, long-suffering, all of those things if we just pray. I think we miss things when we don't pray. And, um, I think the the life lived for Jesus is one that never could be compared with anything else. Um, I read in his words so many places, and I can't now see to read, okay, because of tears. It's, it says, would you read for me, Josiah, stand up, please. Okay, it's verse 7. Verse 7.
1: Um, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you.
10: Okay, I'm not the type of person who asks for riches or any of that stuff. Um, I just want God's will, His plan, His purpose for my life. I want Him to guide me every step, every day. Uh, in my words, in my actions, and in my smiles, or lack of them, in my tears, in my joys, in my peace. And um, that verse says, what is it if you ask? Okay. Will I continue asking? I have to. Uh, I'm, I'm learning about this journey, and um, I want to continue learning. And um, I will not be disappointed if God doesn't answer every prayer, but I am so thankful for all the prayers he has answered and continues. Thank you.
13: some of you who know me and for those who don't my name is Mercy and uh, I along with my family have been attending Temple Baptist for the past close to two years Um, Temple Baptist Church has been a blessing to me my son and my husband here Sandeep, and my entire family Uh, like some of you have said if I have to share God's stories what he's been doing for the past two years that I've been here or even for 2022 for that matter I could stay here. You all would be staying here for a long, long time. But uh, there are many, but I'll just pick a few and share with you. The God story that I want to share this morning is um, I I have my mom and dad with me here uh, visiting me after having a near-death experience, both of them. uh, And I was able to see them this year. And I'm so glad for that. Lord was faithful. He brought them out. And he brought us through as a family through the most difficult situations of our life. I have two more siblings. uh, And all of us, uh, they stay in the US. And one of them is visiting me today. And the three of us couldn't go and see my parents when they were in India because that's where they were sick with COVID and people were just falling sick and dying. And the three of us, none of their children could be there with them, but Lord was with them. He fought the battle for us. And uh, I praise God for that. So that is my God story, first God story. The second is how the Lord has blessed me with a wonderful church family who has been with me and my family through every life situation. Pastor Jay, Pastor Kyle, Pat Bolender, Ross and Sal, all of them have prayed with me, comforted me, and walked alongside in the most difficult life situations, which I never thought I would face um, in the past couple of months and years. And I thank the Lord for making me part of this church family. And last night, as a family, we came together uh, to spend time in worship. And in worship, we entered the new year. And my dad was talking uh, and reminding us once again that we are not to look back. And I want to read from Philippians 3, um, verses 13 and 14. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me, heavenward in Christ Jesus. So no more looking back, no more lingering in the past, but looking forward. I also would like to thank the Lord. The last God story, I promise, uh, is the job that he blessed me with. I never imagined in my wildest dreams that I would be able to serve him, minister, be in ministry using my qualifications, my work experience and everything. The work that I've done for the past 15 years came together in the job Lord provided me two months ago. I'm able to work for an organization called Sharewood Global, and that's where I'm learning every day how I can continue uh, working for the kingdom in ways that I didn't know, serving the children, serving those who who do not know the Lord. So I'm grateful for the Lord, for all the work he's done in my life, and I wish and pray and hope that I will not look back, but only push forward in this race. Thank Thank you.
0: Thank you. I'm going to close this portion with another short God story. Our son-in-law, Carl, has a brother, Stuart, who lives in Barrie. He has no family in Barrie, so Carl wanted to go and pick him up. And so he left Cambridge on Christmas Eve. Now, you don't have to worry. Carl's a professional driver. He drives a truck for a living. He can handle anything that comes his way. Well, on the way home, because of road closures and whiteouts, they got lost and in a ditch. They were found, and uh, to make a long story short, uh, a Mennonite farmer dragged their car out of the ditch and took them to his house. This was Christmas Eve. They fed him supper. They invited him to stay overnight and then fed him breakfast before they let him get home on Christmas day and it's a God story the Lord was certainly looking after uh, Carl and Stuart when they left Cambridge everything was fine but on the way back there might have been a little storm so God looked after them through that storm and uh, we'd like to praise him for that now I have another couple of scriptures I'd like to share with you First of all, Colossians 2, 6, and 7 says this. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so it starts with our salvation, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. So we see from this verse that thanksgiving is, is a fundamental outcropping of our salvation we're saved therefore we're thankful let me suggest that the expression unthankful christian is an oxymoron you cannot be unthankful if you're a christian we should be abounding in thanksgiving that's what it says in colossians And then, of course, you all know these verses. Ephesians 5.20, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thessalonians, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. In all circumstances, when our teenagers don't respect us, we're supposed to give thanks. Yep. Uh, when we miss that big sale at work, or even if they downsize and we're let go, we're supposed to thank Jesus. Yep. If we're in an accident or in the hospital sick, we're supposed to thank Jesus. Yep. all the time for everything so it gets tough because the bible says we're going to have trouble in this world so my uh, my takeaway for this year for you guys is in 2023 let us look daily for ways that god is working to see the God stories in our lives and to thank him in our prayers for all of them. Let's bow in prayer. Father, we thank you that we've been able to share these God stories this morning and hear how you're working in the lives of people. Lord, as we look forward to 2023, I pray that we would spend more time praising your name for what you are doing in our lives. And let us share these God stories, not just in one service, but constantly through the year. Let us be talking about how you are working both in our congregation and in our individual lives. We thank you for this, and we will give you all the honor and praise and glory for the good you are doing. We pray in Jesus' name, amen.